I'm Gary Erickson. And I'm Tyler Hogue. We became best buds through the heavy music scene. And now we're doing a podcast, breaking down our favorite bands, albums, and shows. This is All Consuming Podcast. Welcome to the podcast. Today, Tyler and I are going to talk about one of my favorite bands, yep. Becoming the Archetype, and one of my favorite albums, Dichotomy. That's right. In fact, so this is, I don't have this vinyl. I really wished I did. One day, if they ever repress it, I will buy it. But I'd definitely say it's probably a top five for me. Like, it's up there, you know, with all hail and are we keeping track of this top five or Dude. is it just is it just any album i think i've said it for two other albums but this one it's definitely definitely there. you said the act, i don't it all yeah. hail um dead poetic dead poetic new medicines yeah uh i think that's all i said that was it so you're at four now you can only say it one more time <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my top five is actually a list of 50 bands. True. They all so. could be top fives. They are in the rotation. Well, so the tricky thing is, like, there's top five bands and there's top five albums. This sure. band, Becoming the Archetype, I like their other albums. Some I don't like at all. Yeah. Uh, but this album was just phenomenal and just impacted me greatly. Yeah. Gary, you know, in college, you showed me this band. Man, I, I tried to get so many people into this, and they immediately go like, what's up with the Adams Family soundtrack on every song? Why is it yeah. creepy like that? And I'm like, just, okay, just just listen to it. And Yeah. No See, one did. and I heard it, like, obviously, you know, in college, we're talking about, like, a few years probably after this was released. Um, and you showed it to me, and you're like, yeah, they even do a hymn and all this. I'm like cool man i just couldn't get i don't know i don't know like i couldn't get past like Mm. you said the adams family the piano the gothic feeling of it but like Mm -hmm. when you said you really wanted to do it i was like okay i'm gonna jump in um i got gary there's this you can say now gary that like i i haven't done just nothing for you right i've done this for you this is for you this is like a birthday one thing this is the one thing (laughs) okay but like diving into these dudes like i went in with the bar solo because Mm -hmm. i was like i already know i don't really like it i've tried it before um yeah and then it blew me away like i don't know what it was but something clicked and i was like shoot man this is dope this is so good and Mm -hmm. i haven't i haven't stopped listening to it for you know a month straight now that's great news now we can be friends this Wait, is the one thing holding me back. I'm finally the first person that you've turned on to becoming the archetype. So here's the thing. I had a buddy, have, still a friend, from high school named Jeremy. And we went to Creation Fest years ago, right? Yeah. We were like sophomores in high school. Our youth group went, like, you know, all the kids went. And we went to like the tooth and nail tent and solid state tent, you know, yeah. and like, Based on album covers alone, that's what albums we bought. And my friend Jeremy bought the first two Becoming the Archetype albums. Yeah. So Physics of Fire and Terminate Damnation. 
which they're super cool album covers. And right. he played them so much, and he would tell me, hey, check this out. And I'd always be like, nah, it's not. <laughs> it's weird. It's like epic and, you know, yes, cathedral sounding. Word, yeah. And like, and that was just the first two albums. They're much, I think the first two are a little bit more metalcore-y than the third one, than this one, Dichotomy, their third. Um, but I never gave them a chance. And I remember one day, like, I lived maybe like a mile walk from campus uphill right you know i had to go uphill to get to campus and so every morning i was determined to walk to campus for most of my classes it didn't live very long last very long but walking i would listen to new music because i got my zune and you know back then zune had this subscription where you could listen to stuff and you get to keep 10 songs every month for free like you just get to keep them and when Becoming the Archetype came out, which is like 08, November of 08, uh, I was like, well, I got nothing else to spend my 10 songs on. So I bought this album. <laughs> I chose album. this as the album. And man, for like two months straight, I listened to this album walking in the cold uphill, downhill to campus in the morning, you know, and uh, it just impacted me greatly. And I, I remember texting Jeremy and being like, man. I'm so sorry. I never listened to you because <laughs> after listening to this one, I went back to their first two and I was like, oh, yeah, this is so great. Why did I not listen to him? Like that's been my maybe, regret. Maybe man. I just wasn't there. You know, my palate wasn't ready. It took you, know? you a year. It's taken me 15 years or however long. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. Like thinking about like the response. Like I know there are a lot of people and I've seen like people on Instagram uh, and other places like talk about becoming the archetype um but it'll be interesting to see how many people like are fans i don't know like is there a reason like why i didn't really get into them are people gonna be like me or is there a huge following of people that are gonna be like dude that's that album was awesome dude i yeah i i i that's that's an interesting thought because i think that they're a band that a lot of people know yes and you either love them and you're like they're so amazing mm. or they're like nah not my thing like i've heard their songs like their hymns cool but whatever yeah you know and i feel like that's just that's the that's the two choices you just yeah. love it a lot or you're like meh and i don't think with our other episodes we've tried to like convert people like i understand like you know like when we did idle threat a lot of people didn't hear or even heard sure, of them because they're new right yeah, they're yeah. new, and so then they hear them for the first time. Oh, they're pretty cool, but like I feel like most people have like heard, or like you said, heard of becoming the archetype, and they're either like you said, big fans or not. This could be the episode that yeah. converts them. That's our goal. This is Ten the converts. great commission, the great commission <laughs> of becoming the archetype. Yeah. Um. So okay, Gary. Thinking about this, you you haven't seen them live, right? No, I, I had an opportunity. Really? Uh, with they were, it was after our haste the day show, that we went to. Really? Um, yeah, but it was for the album after this one, uh, cele- uh, celestial completion. Yeah. Um, they were going to Yakima and playing at a bar with the Chariot, and at the time, the Chariot to me was like, no, <laughs> like I. <laughs> that's the band you still don't get like i i thought their music was all right and then i saw them live and i was like 
uh, calm down just play the songs like why are you throwing your guitar in this in the crowd like letting someone I, else play it? i vividly you know? remember you actually developing a headache before Dude, they I, were able to even I, go I remember on. like what needing to walk outside like yes there was like farm noises and chickens yeah. or something just random noises before they went on and I remember you being like, dude, I'm actually getting a headache from this. <laughs> yeah. They, man, they made noise. That's what they did. They did good at it. heck of a show. Sure, they it go crazy. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's a band, too. Like, you either love them or yep. you don't. Yeah. And a lot of people love them. Like, a lot of people are going to, like, judge you. I'm not going to say my stance on it. But hey, you're gonna get judged hard for saying that's in not my thing. defense. Listening to them nowadays, I think I, I think their albums are fine, right? Like they're good. I'm not I'm not buying anything. I'm I'm not intentionally gonna go to show. <laughs> I feel like I'm just digging you. a deeper hole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my point is, I had the opportunity to see yeah. becoming the archetype in Yakima, but like. I was telling you, nobody wanted to go with me because for whatever reason. And like the next day, my cousin Curtis was like, hey, I saw Becoming the Archetype was in Yakima and I went to the show and I'm like, are you kidding me? (laughs) I would have driven there. (laughs) Like, because he's never really been like into that kind of music. I think he was just like, what am I going to do tonight? I, I don't know. It just randomly went yeah so yeah i miss them and even if they did do something i wouldn't want to see them without jason wisdom as their singer because their last album was not with him yeah it just has a different feel so it's one of those now where you it's it's past you the opportunity is not going to happen Mm -hmm. you know i've had a few i have a few of those too mostly like childhood bands like blink 182 even though i could have still seen them but like system of a down (laughs) i did see limp biscuit recently like performed together anyways yeah fred durst your boy that has a lot to do i feel like limp biscuit fans (laughs) just became five finger death punch fans you know what i mean like i just feel like there's like this kind of like growing and maturing into that I don't know. Maybe Limp Biscuit kids, like their kids, became five five finger death punch. Anyway, should we talk about um, this, this lineup and, and details and whatnot? Yeah, let's do it. So, as I mentioned earlier, this album Dichotomy came out in two thousand eight in November, thirteen years ago. Wow, a long time ago. Yeah, we're getting old. That's crazy. So the album is based heavily on one of C.S. Lewis's books uh the space trilogy so three books um and it uses the same themes which is biology versus technology man versus machine that's what the books are about okay i can already know now listen in fact the sixth song is named after the main character of the trilogy ransom right so even the art the album art of this i saw someone today on like a facebook group be like what demon is this on the album cover? And Stop. Like, no, you didn't. Yes, I did. So, so, there are some pretty funny remarks to this question. But anyway, it, it, it takes this theme of, as well. You know, there's even a song that we'll probably talk about later where he talks about remove the head, remove the soul, yeah. implant the artificial. 
right? So the album covers like a person's head with wires coming into it and out of it, kind of like making them more machine than man. Right. It is. I mean, it is a little kind of like terrifying. Like, yeah, it, it's definitely like horror-y. On when we have our in in the car, I've been listening to this a lot, right? And we have like Apple CarPlay, so like the album art is on like the screen in the car and like yeah. my daughter like looked up there she's like oh that's scary dad <laughs> i was like don't <laughs> don't look at it. there's a couple uh, yeah. oh the uh gosh what is it um oh sleeper album i forget which one it is where there's like a scorpion in the mouth oh yeah the, the newest one. Oh, that one like terrifies her and like, <laughs> I don't know if there's an option to turn off like the album art on there, but like, oh, yeah. Huh. yeah. Close your eyes, dear. <laughs> Close your eyes. Don't worry. It's not yeah. coming for you yet. Yeah. <laughs> so the album art is actually made by Invisible Creature, which is, you know, Ryan Clark's and mm. well, Ryan and his brother's company, the graphic design company. So they made it. Interesting. I always imagined that that dude... Like, when I first saw it, like, back in the day, it was, like, those Stretch Armstrong dolls, you know, that you would, like, pull their arms really far. That's what I, I don't know why, but I always thought of it. That's what it was. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I will say that if I buy this vinyl, it would look weird on my wall with this head with wires coming out of it. Anyway, more details. Moving on. Yeah, let's do it. So, this band, ha- or this album, has three guest vocalists. We got Ryan Clark on dichotomy we got devin townsend on mountain of souls and we have a soprano vocalist named suzanne richter that's the girl that sings really nicely on deep heaven yes um the other fun part is the guest vocalist devin townsend is also the producer for the album the lineup for the band uh we have jason wisdom and he's the guy Vocals and bass. He's the guy who has so many side projects. Uh, most notably lately is Death Therapy. Yep. You know, that like industrial rock metal thing that he's got going on. Um, the next person is Seth Hecox. You pronounce it perfectly. Yeah. Uh, he does guitars, keyboards, and backing vocals. John Starr, also on guitars. And Brandon Lopez is their drummer four piece so that's the four dudes yep and uh big lineup changes on the next album and even more on the next album after that so you already said it but who does the keys uh seth he freaking like like we're gonna get into this but like yeah what what i like now about these dudes okay is that they're different looking back at what we listen to. A lot of the stuff we listen to, you go back and listen to it, it's like that's the exact same sound everyone else was doing. Yeah. They are not that at all. And it's really yeah. cool. I, I think what they did was too soon for their time. I think so too. I, exactly what I was going to say. It's a little. It's a, it was a little too soon. If it happened maybe like 10 years later or 7 years later, it's like that could have been pretty sweet. Might have taken yeah. off even more. You know, and if I were to say this, and I think I said this to you uh, recently, they, to me, sound like heavy Demon Hunter. You've never said that to me. I never have. Okay, well, that's what, no. like, they, to me, like, listening to this album over and over again, 
I get huge, and I know Ryan Clark's on here, but like I get huge like Demon Hunter vibes with like their riffs and the screaming, but like heavy yeah. a lot more. Well, it's like the first two Demon Hunter albums because those are very much up this alley. Yes. Especially the first one. There's even a couple like gothic-y sounding songs, you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I I could totally, I I feel that. And maybe that's why I got hooked really early. Yeah. Because I really liked Demon Hunter's first three albums, like amazing albums. And I totally agree. I think the way Jason Wisdom screams is very similar to Ryan Clark. Yes. And the way he like kind of talks slowly through his screams you know like drags yeah. him out um i th- yeah I, I i i support your opinion oh thanks i got the gary seal of approval <laughs> but I, hold on i i just support it i don't true not approve. but i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna go out on a limb right here and like just like that text that you sent to your friend jeremy holmes and apologizing are you gonna not, text me I'm not going to text you. I'm going to tell you right now in front of all of our listeners, Gary. All four of them. I'm sorry that I didn't really get into these guys when you first showed me. I didn't give them a chance. I heard one song, and it probably was Mountain of Souls, and it got to like the last two minutes, which we're going to get to, and I was like, this is the most boring stuff I've heard. (laughs) Please put on an ocean between us, and let's listen to nothing left for another 15 times. Hmm. so i apologize because you know what like i think i'm not gonna say top five but this has entered a rotation for me that i'm going to listen to for a very long time yeah so good i wonder i wonder if we should ask like our listeners you know like are there any albums that you've just flat out said no to but then when you finally gave it a chance you're like why did I say no to this for so long? Oh yeah, that's a, that's a good know. question. We should ask that on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Cool, dude. Well, how about we jump into the first track that I was already hinting at, "Mountain of Souls." So before we get started, actually, Tyler, getting yeah. into the song, did you know that all these songs have like a subtitle, and Spotify does not have it. I, I didn't because I've only listened to them on Spotify. So back in the day, you know, when I bought the album. When you had stuff, a CD like, case. <laughs> there used to be a pamphlet. Uh, <laughs> We've talked about pamphlets before on here. So <laughs> yeah. so there there's a secondary title that I feel like fits the song really well, too. And I don't know where they came from. But this one is called The Ghost. So it's Mountain of Souls, parentheses, the ghost. So I've tried, I tried before, right? Like you showed me, you didn't show me this. Like when you, when you show people become the archetype or what I do now in the future is not going to be Mountain of Souls. Good song, right. but it's not going to be the one sure. I show. Totally. But I did Maybe listen to be. it. Like, I'm like, I'm going to give this a chance a while back. I'm going to give this a chance. Listen to Mountain of Souls. I'm like, no okay. way. 
He told me to go back and listen to it. And I kid you not, you might remember this. So I was, I was, I was going on my walk. That's why I listened to my new music, just like you did back in college. But I just go around my neighborhood. And so I was, I was doing that, and I was listening to this. And I said, and the, the ending of this song comes on. And I text you, I'm like, you like that piano crap they do? Or something along those lines. Do you remember that? Yes. And you're like, I, I love it. And I was All like, of it. Oh, yeah. good grief. And so I, you know, I knew we were doing this podcast, so I just kept trudging through the whole thing and like going for a second, third, and fourth list. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I love it too. And so it's really hard for me because you're like, oh, here is some awesome, like, heavy music and you think it's going to be maybe something like an as i lay dying or something like a for today sure. and it's not at all and mountain of souls is one where it's like so gothic and eerie especially the beginning and like it takes a while for the lyrics to even come in um but yeah, like well, i don't have, know like, if this I'd... constant like ooh ah yeah, like, exactly. you know like, like <laughs> da, da, phantom of da, the opera <laughs> oh someone's gonna die and, and like <laughs> now though I, I i get it and i wouldn't have it any other way i really actually like it um mm-hmm. there's a few parts of the song i really like uh lyrically and one thing like that you you've said bef- to me before too is like you want to talk about some pretty cool lyrics like they do have some awesome lyrics mm-hmm. i know we're going to talk about a ton um but like i think he says something like every every step i take shines light on my defective state and i think that's part of that kind of goes to show like what this like song to like i think's about is like god show me like this eternity of like what's to come show me the mountain mm-hmm. of souls put me in the river of, of blood um is that like a revelations thing yeah i, I don't know i think so you know because then um, there's like that angel that like pours out like a third of the world's rivers and stuff turns into yes. blood and and i think it, it goes to like this this idea you know it's more metaphorical i think of like is god help me like see the meaning of this and live a life for eternity um but my favorite part of this song absolute favorite part mm-hmm. is after like the solo like stuff that goes on for a while and then it just stops oh. and it's like dum dum like that part's like so cool it's like going in one ear and going to the other ear like to me like that that's like early 2000s like metal stuff and the kind of little throwback which i like a lot that's funny i like your version (laughs) (laughs) it's not even close so there is a part of the song that has a heavy demon hunter feel yes i totally totally get it it's like i wrote it down a minute 25 in i just wrote that i liked this part but since you mentioned demon hunter i was like i think that's why there's this part where they're like he says oh very ryan clarky but no it's a little bit more industrial kind of chunky sounding but anyway yeah. maybe we'll put a sample in so you can hear it and it's very it, it reminds me of demon hunter's first album dang it and i feel like this whole episode now is going to be referencing demon it's going to have to <laughs> it sounds to me like demon hunter is the next band for you that oh. you're gonna be like gary why have i not given no, no, this no, a no. chance see this is, demon hunter is way different because i have liked some demon hunter 
Like I, I, I could okay. name you five to ten songs that I enjoy from Demon Hunter. Before mm-hmm. this episode, I couldn't name one song that I liked from Becoming the Archetype. Or even that you didn't like. Well, you could name Mountain of Souls. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, but I, I probably couldn't. I just like I heard that first song, don't like it. Um, yeah, yeah. And so like it's different. Like I, I really like the Triptych. You know that album. Like I, mm-hmm. if we were to do a Demon Hunter album, that'd be the one I would want to do. Um, but like I still love a ton of other stuff. Fade away and you know, sure. Um, more of their popular songs, I guess. Like their top spotify Those songs are like my but least like, favorite ones but all right <laughs> but like for become the archetype man i i wasn't even it wasn't even on my radar yeah and now awesome. i showed my wife this stuff and she's like cool I'm like you know this is awesome <laughs> like, why are we listening to this on don't repeat? feel bad my my wife doesn't really get into this either yeah so it is it's interesting though because the ending of this this song i feel is like a mm-hmm. big letdown why? To like where we were, like they're really good at going up and down, up and down, and being super dynamic. But this like just ends with like two minutes of non heaviness. But then they literally grab you by the hair and slap you in the face with dichotomy. And the sour, the sour shall fall. dichotomy yeah the title track of the album and i believe it's worthy of it you know you can pick this one out of the entire album because of how it starts i actually think maybe i listened to this album a whole bunch but i think every song starts very uniquely (laughs) that that's an understatement for sure because it does you're right like, I think we'll talk about the intro to every song and be like, "What a unique intro!" <laughs> you know? Gosh, this one's this one's different though because it's just vocally in your face screaming, dude, and it's brutal, brutal. Like, like the way he screams that. Oh man, Gary walked in. We started recording this podcast, or before we started recording, Gary walked in. He's getting going to the bathroom or something. I don't know, whatever. Walks back in, and he sees me and he says, "Dude, you got like a." the angry face going i'm just like bobbing my head and i was like well i'm listening to the intro to dichotomy right now like it makes you have that kind of like oh just like it's brutal dude yeah so what does so he good. say in that uh scream in this hour the tower shall fall you know and if i didn't look up the lyrics i would have just like a, i don't know what he said you know what i mean just but obviously or like <laughs> I just remember, I was just like, rawr, 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 rawr. Like, so, yeah, but it's so clear. One now. other thing. Yeah. <laughs> one other thing is the subtitle of this song that's not on Spotify is The Tower. So it's Dichotomy, The Tower. This is how you start a song. Like, it, it immediately catches yeah. your attention. And as soon as he's done screaming and the music jumps in, and it's that horse galloping metal that I love, you know? That yep. dun 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 like, ah. 
man, like I think right away when I heard this, I, I, I wasn't quite sold on becoming the art type in general, but the first time listening to this album, I remember the walk up and this song being on and be like, okay, I'm listening. Uh, and we'll get to the song that made me be like, this is my, one of my favorite albums, like probably for the rest of my life. We'll get there. This song to me, like you said, you get your attention right away. And the music afterwards, I like it, but it still to me takes a little bit of time to like fully appreciate it because it has that gothic like stuff going on. Yeah, there's you know that I mean? high pitched synth in the background that's like, oh, <laughs> you're gonna get that a ton, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I think what I didn't really put together is how like how it really goes well with like what you should be feeling in this music. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, and like their themes of what they're talking about. Like, what they're talking about it, exactly. And it's like, yeah. dude, this is I used to say I wish they wouldn't do that. But now I'm like, I wish they do more of it, if that was a thing. Cause it's like it's pretty yeah. cool. I think if they did this for every album you'd be like there's becoming the archetype okay guys we get it but i don't know i think this album's intention was being epic it's a dichotomy dude yeah their entire thing like a horror epic i don't know it's like this complete contrast like and i think that's right maybe that's what they were going for obviously because that's what dichotomy means right like every song i feel like it just goes from like this heavy brutal guitar riffs screaming or whatever down to sometimes just a piano down to yeah, sometimes like, just yeah. this gothic synth yeah and then somehow builds back up and ends with the same intensity as this song started with it's crazy yep. you know it, what it kind of reminds me of um this whole like dynamic is internal canon Marcus Burns Red to go down and like completely mm. like be in a different genre of music and then yeah. to bring it back up and be brutal and metal again like it's just but they do that with every song and they do it yeah. so well and so unique it's not the same thing every time yeah and I, I like that it's not always like the same type of metalcore I yes. mean there's you definitely get like some death metal you know feels like musically and yeah. I think that's kind of where you get like the eerie goth kind of stuff is like their death metal stuff for sure. But, yeah, and I think with dichotomy, you really feel like the metalcore portion, like the guitars kind of have that old school like metalcore feel to them at it's least during school. this song. At that time, that was modern. <laughs> that's what it was. That, I mean, that was modern. <laughs> that's just like okay, maybe they are metalcore, um, but you don't have this with every song. Like they're just so dynamic it's it's interesting so i'm gonna jump to some lyrics okay there's like a second verse that they that they do that i've always loved um the lyrics to because it's so close to the bible verse that he practically quotes oh and so he says their foolish hearts were darkened their vacant minds deceived and here's pretty much the bible verse the lies that they exchanged for truth became all that they believed they exchanged the incorruptible for the image of fallen man, worshipped yeah. creature rather than creator, the image rather than his hand. 
So that's like a Romans one twenty five. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, I love that that idea of like I it's I'm we're gonna say a dichotomy, obviously. It's like literally like it's right there in front of your face. You see all this creation and you're worshiping what the creator did rather than the creator. Like it's crazy. Yeah. And so and much so like today. Just the th- yeah, the theme of this is that, you know, you know, man versus beast, you know, yeah. machine versus man versus machine, that kind of stuff, right? So it's more than just that, like it's also you want to become God, you want to create things and change yourself because you think the creator didn't do a good enough job or something like that. Right. But we'll get to those songs. We'll get to those that he talks about. I, it's just an overall theme, you know. It is, and that's why the, I think that's why the album's obviously titled "Dichotomy." But I wrote down three words. Do you know what those three words are? No. Come on, it stood out. Death is waiting. The way he screams that. Oh, that high pitch. Oh, banshee scream. Yes, it's yeah. like it's 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 yeah. not like that snarl kind of like Ryan Clarkish scream he has, but it was like yeah. you you can hear him swallow. Product. And like take a deep breath. Yeah, he's like, this is gonna be hard. Here we go. Worthy of a listen just for him hitting those for those those words is brutal like i love it yeah what about when ryan com- comes in what are your thoughts on ryan clark fe- featured in here nope there's ryan clark that's what i thought like there's no escaping that one it's so obvious yeah. like he, he just has that that you just know right away when he's guest vocalist yeah. wherever he's at it, yeah so he does a clean sing yeah. on this not a scream uh and you know he's he sings it nicely it's a nice bridge i think it's a good way to like separate the heavy intensity that was to the really gentle soft piano yeah after he sings so well during but what i really like and back then i didn't and i think i probably still don't now <laughs> i don't what? know how to explain it okay okay after the after the keys you know and it kind of picks up before it jumps in the next verse there's this like insane guitar solo yes yeah and it's like this weird pitch and I don't know, like it belongs in the eighties, maybe. But I was gonna say the same thing. The guitars, like you have the metalcore kind of portions, but like a lot of the guitars yeah. sound like old school hair yeah, metal. Power metal. Power yeah, metal. Totally. Yes. Yeah, like I totally feel that too. But just the way it does that, like it gets stuck in my head. And when it comes on, like even before this, when I was like prepping with Tyler, writing last minute notes, a song came on, and I was like whistling along, and I'm like, oh, that's probably annoying in a microphone. Uh, but like I just the guitars man like they they are so amazing on this album we're gonna talk about them more it's, sure. it's like you got they got free reign hey this is really fun I wanna try this and they're like dude let's do it like they're super experimental too like yeah they don't have to fit into a box you know and who knows Which I think maybe like, maybe they like fought each other the whole time like dude your guitar solo does not belong in our epic soundtrack <laughs> right like it doesn't fit why are those keys in here like 
Did you just there's, watch Adam's Family? What is happening? <laughs> you know. Yes, and there's some bands, maybe rightfully so, maybe not rightfully so, that we fit into a box, and it's like that's the same song over and over. They do the same thing over and over, you know, um, without really experimenting. It's like this whole th- this whole project is experimental. Mm-hmm. They're doing so many crazy different things uh, that was way ahead of their time. Well, even just look at their name becoming the archetype yeah the archetype is like the perfect example of something yes so jesus is our archetype and their name means becoming like jesus right that's what i call sanctification (laughs) (laughs) sounds like you need to start a band called sanctified oh that's our oh dang it sweet man I and I, I really like how this song ends how it started I wrote that note too we end how we begin like we, I love the way that it's like back to that same you know in this hour the tower shall fall and then you get that music afterwards and it's like oh yeah. beautiful no it's a really good song it's I think you said this too already like worthy of the album title yeah. for sure Artificial Immortality. It has a subtitle that Spotify doesn't have. Can you guess what it is? No. no. The Beast. Ah. Right. Yeah. Mm, huh. ah. I am the Beast. Yeah. So, um, without going into crazy detail about the song, here's some crazy detail about the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, the song is really about removing what makes you human. Mm. to essentially create a machine yeah you know like tyler was attempting to scream (laughs) remove the head remove the soul dehumanize and it's kind of a one side saying it to to you uh you know to get rid of your mortality perfection is within your grasp with modification and elevate the intellect implant the artificial those are the kinds of things he screams and he says no most of the song (laughs) <laughs> resistance yeah so before we get to the the, the switch what are your thoughts oh, okay. so far tyler do you have any thoughts? i like it i mean yeah okay so i, I like this song it's reminiscent of a band that also released an album in 2008 but i don't think you're gonna agree with me no i think he, i already have a note about a band in 2008 that released stop it, it. so let's see what do you got we're we're gonna be off, but I said I get like showdown vibes. Oh, okay. Huh. Not lyrically, but just musically, like they have kind of that like driving, and even lyrically, but not like the scream, but just the way he's delivering it in like the verses and the guitars, um, mm. until it gets to the part to where we got double bass pedals. Ta 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 ta. Uh, it could anyways. just be a southern thing. I mean, they're from Georgia, you know some some of the southern guitar influence i can see what you what did you say i'm not ready to talk about mine yet oh okay <laughs> okay um 
I absolutely love the ending of the song, which I know we're not ready to talk about. So, I'm Gary. surprised. Okay, uh, let me let's okay let's move on. Okay, yeah, let's move on to the next song. <laughs> <laughs> and done. So yeah, the the very be- the beginning stuff is just brutal, heavy. The way he screams, it's like he's grinning his teeth and being like yes. really low, and uh, kind of, you know, he's he's playing the bad guy, saying, "You can be perfect. Remove the head. Remove the soul." right implant the artificial yeah um and yeah on the last chorus kind of thing where he says that he screams no right yeah. and there's like a rebuttal afterwards and i kind of got some funny movie vibes <laughs> when, um, they, when they so he, he says like it first i am not it. a mechanism right yeah. you know i am part of the resistance it sounds like it's from a movie and he's like i am an organism an animal a creature and then it just says i am a beast and it's just this epic breakdown yeah these synths come in in the background and it's literally like the superhero you know or the protagonist of a movie oh, that's the good guy right yeah it's <laughs> a good guy you got it gary so yeah you know like he just said the sentence to the bad guy yeah. and the bad guy's like what you know, like, and it's just a very epic feel. But the vibe that I got from an album released in 2008. Oh? Austrian Death Machine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which is that, okay. Yep. Tim Lembeese's Arnold Schwarzenegger album, right? Total Brutal is what it's called. Yes. And it's that song, I Am a Cybernetic Organism, Living <laughs> Tissue Over Metal, Emphasis on Metal, Endoskeleton, right? Yeah. So yeah, and he's Arnold Schwarzenegger starts it like that by saying that line, and it totally reminds me of like I am not a me- mechanism, I am a part of the resistance, you know, like that. And when that first came out, I think I've been listening to Total Brutal like all summer long, right? Because like, it's what? awesome. Like get to the chopper, you know, in yeah. metal. <laughs> right, it's good stuff. I I didn't I didn't really put those together, but you're so right. Um, the I don't know how I feel about the talking portion, like where it's like repeated, almost sounds like into like a, a weird mic that's making it sound kind of underwater. It's like or a whatever. radio. Yeah, right? kind of like it a radio. Starts, it's like yeah, like you're picking up on a radio receiver or something. But then when he I'm comes back in and screams it, it's like whew. yeah. After that breakdown thing, yeah, when he's like screaming it, it's awesome. I imagine like this huge industrial complex. And, like, it's just, like, an assembly line of people, like, getting their brains, like, taken out in plant <laughs> with artificial intelligence. Yeah. But, like, and there's almost, like, you know, and you've got the good headphones. So I've got the crappy AirPods in right now. But it sounds like towards that end, it sounds like there's, like, some sort of, like, hammering or something yeah, like, going on. I, I, I kind of thought it was, like, because he's talking about a resistance. I kind of pictured yes. either soldiers, like, marching. marching yes. Or terminators stomping (laughs) yeah it kind of has that just like constant like march feel to it and you just hear it and just keeps going yeah it's pretty cool but when he says that again when he's like an animal a creature i am a beast I am a 
he says beast yeah. and how the guitar starts, it's like the guitar is saying beast. Yeah. You know, it's like that same tone, and it's just like this insane guitar solo till the very last millisecond of the song. Like, yep. he hits that last note of the guitar solo, and the song's just done. But it's just crazy, and it's, it's a guitar solo from, like, two decades before this came out, you know? <laughs> and it fits, and they make it fit, and it's a great song. takes us to the next track self-existent gary what is the subtitle of this song the tomb um lyrically like you know just listening to it without reading the lyrics Uh like you pick up some of the death and resurrection stuff going on right obviously but Uh like you read it and you're like oh my gosh this whole thing is just death and resurrection of Jesus. Well, yeah, it's it's like the gospel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Literally, <laughs> like. And it starts yeah. off with Michael Myers' Halloween piano. And I'm like, okay, where are we going from yeah. here? And man, they uh, the song. I, I don't know. Like, I don't even know where to start. Like, how how crazy it is. Um, how about you? What do you think about this song? I, so yeah, all these years I've listened to this, I've always thought of it as like him metaphorically, like seeing Jesus die, seeing him rise. But now that I've actually read the lyrics and stuff, it's literally like from the perspective of perspective of like Mary. Right. When she walked in and is like, he's gone. And like the lyrics, uh, that basically like her perspective, he says like, my mind is tormented now that the tomb is empty. Like my soul is shaken. And she's, and well, she, the lyrics are, you know, as a flame is tormented by wind and rain and the earth is shaken by an earthquake, you know, like what happened? Like my savior died here and now the tomb is empty. Yeah. And you know, he goes into saying, I watched him die. And later he's like, I saw him rise. Dude, you know, he those... eventually reveals himself, Yeah. you know, and it's like, it's this emotional swing of exactly what they experienced, you know? And I, man, I get goosebumps, like thinking about it, talk, talking about it, let alone like listening to the music and stuff with it. Yes, absolutely. And it is totally just like, literally, it almost feels like it's just ripped out of the Bible. And here it is, like the perspective, like you said, of like Mary Magdalene. Um, mm-hmm. Dude, the parts though were he says i watched him die and i saw him rise like i love those parts mm. the screaming epic sounding and then the oh, riffs like... of the guitars and the drums going are just like dude mm. that's and part of that to me is like that's the heavy demon hunter you know those type of riffs huh, yeah. that type of screaming ah oh, man it's really good really good stuff my favorite part is 
when he gets to the part where like the uh god reveals himself yeah and he screams like uh and then he stood there before me a man buried but but never dead yeah and he's like oh but in the background there that whole section those guitar chugs are just so mean and brutal like it sounds scary like so it's like the way that they make this come in it's like when he's saying this to you it's like terrifying It's it's super meaty, like meat and potatoes chugs. It's not just your average, you know, metalcore chug. It's it's pretty sweet, dude. I, I think it's super fun. They have like kind of a weird little becoming the archetype type of like weird breakdown ish thing that turns into a sweet guitar riff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like the yeah, like three minutes in. Like yes, that. is that what you mean? Like yes. And it's like, holy it's cow. Like, it doesn't fit, but it does yeah. fit, you know, which is like, I think, their MO. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I never really noticed what the choir said in the background. Yeah. Of like the he is alive. Yeah. And the piano, like, at the end, and this whole song, it just fits together and it's. It, it's goosebump worthy you know and usually we talk about like when we say like the goosebumps and and, and he, not the books making us feel something not the books yeah <laughs> this is a heavy song all the way through but reading mm-hmm. the way they present the death and resurrection of jesus like it's lyrically super awesome yeah so cool tyler let's talk about the track i know you didn't listen to saint anne's lullaby do you, you know what know. the little parentheses are? <laughs> Instrumental title, the sub. Subt- <laughs> Skip. Go to the next one. You're almost to the best Skip song me. of the album. No. No, it's the sage. The sage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll give you my thoughts. What's your favorite lyric? <laughs> I know. I know. Right, let's hear your ten second. I know you're now. gonna drop something on me. You're gonna be like Tyler, dude. I got nothing to drop. I'm just gonna tell you how I feel. Okay. So I hear this and I, I listen to it through once for the podcast because every time it comes on, I'm just when usually when instrumentals come on, like skip it, double tap my AirPod, move to the next one. Um, but I listened through it and you know what I thought? I said, okay, this would be a great soundtrack or music to be played at some sort of LARP like festival. <laughs> Like if you had some sort of like renaissance some fair, inn, like a hearth. If you had a renaissance fair at the park, and everyone's dressed up, like I could see them just jamming right. this. Like, I think that would be a good use of this this song. Okay, <laughs> that's not too far off actually from like what I think. Okay, so do. what do you think? I I love this song. Love, not. So, like, when I'm listening to Becoming the Archetype, it's because I'm ready to get brutal. And I will say I do skip sure. it. 
Like, I don't sit and wait for the two and a half minutes, uh, you know, one minute, 50 seconds of very soft, gentle mm-hmm. guitar stuff. Like, but on its own, pulled out, put in another playlist, I think it has its time and place for things. Um, but for me, I don't, around that time, a lot of bands were doing like this weird, like Spanish guitar acoustic thing. Phineas was one of okay. them. And I just grabbed all of these like instrumental acoustic stuff and made like a VIX tape. And I would listen to it like on my drive to work when I worked at Sears. It's like a 30 minute drive in the winter time. So to me, hearing this, I'm always reminded of like the Christmas season mm. and like being inside when it's crazy snowstorms because we had some crazy right. snowstorms around then. And like having like a hot cup of coffee by a fireplace doing a puzzle or a board game or like like yeah. that kind of feel when i hear this like i'm hit with this nostalgia of like that what are you laughing at me doing no like that just the backstory you have on this is great that's cool man like it's yeah well i had to i had to say i had to give, spill all the beans yeah man. i mean i have those feelings with like but. silent night and jingle bells and stuff but not e- <laughs> dude I could listen to an album with nine more songs like this. Not like today, but like when I'm in that mood for those like yeah. soft acoustic stuff where I just like need to, maybe I have like a crazy heart rate and I need you're, to chill. You're, like, having, you're having friends song, over like to play Settlers and you have your turtleneck on. Your heat is turned up to at least 70 degrees in your house. Everyone's sweating. Like that's what I imagine this song <laughs> is being played at. Oh man, no, <laughs> no, no! <laughs> when it's over, no. you know, I, I don't, I, you know, you know me. People come over and it's all like Owl City, need to breathe, you know. Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, all little baby in. shark, for sure, dude. I know how yeah. it is. I will say this: yeah. it's a good transition, right? It's a good filler of like, okay. And once this song's over and, like, the intro to the next song, Ransom, comes on, it kind of fits it. If they were to end it, like, this this song before Ransom with, like, this huge, crazy, brutal breakdown, whatever, it would be really hard to just, like, start low and then come up again, if that makes sense. Um, so I do kind of like it as a transition piece. So now is probably a good time to announce that we are trying something different. Uh, So we're splitting up the episodes and we're trying some new editing and recording session stuff to try to make better use of our time. Um, So part two of this episode has already been recorded. Uh, So it's just a matter of editing it. So that's coming soon. Thank you everyone on our Discord server for giving us feedback and some new ideas. I'm enjoying the server a lot. As per our usual, follow us on Instagram, check out our Patreon, come join us on our Discord server and join the conversation. Have a great day or night or morning or tomorrow. Thank you for listening.